Discourse 24, the 11th of November 2000, Repentance and Courtesy. Bismillah ar-Rahman ar-Rahim. We know that one of the most pleasing things for Allah is the tawbah or the repentance of somebody who has transgressed. This is not to be understood as a confirmation that we have all been bad and terribly guilty, but because He has made us with our infirmness. Allah has said that He has made us weak. This means that weakness and failure are part of our design. The issue to dwell on here is therefore not how bad we are, but rather to explore why the admission of fault and sincere atonement for mistake and transgression are so pleasing to Allah. It is because in the moment of us admitting our mistake openly, we are the creatures He has made us to be. He has made us inadequate in order to affirm His adequacy. He has made us abd, the slave, to affirm He is ar-rab, the Lord. He has made us weak to affirm He is all strength. He has made us lost, homeless, destitute, hungry and thirsty in order to affirm that security, comfort, water and nourishment are from Him. It is in our brokenness that we find the secret of what we are, in our inadequacy that we can attest to His capacity, in our assumption of adequacy, self-sufficiency and of being in charge, we are at our weakness. This is when we are most dangerous to ourselves and to the people around us. Allah has made us to worship Him. Worship means to recognize that He is truly beyond description, that He is everything that we are not. He is vast, He is all-inspiring, He is extraordinary. Now, all of that is only possible, all of that super-adequacy can only be affirmed on the basis of our inadequacy. The capability of the one who is supremely capable can only really be attested to from the vantage point of the one who is incapable. Sheikh Fadala always says that the statement, Know yourself and you will know your Lord, has its significance in the understanding of opposites. When you know your meanness, your pettiness and the selfishness of your nafs, you will by negation know the magnanimity of your Lord. He is the opposite. This is why the Sheikhs warn us that our best times, when we think things are going well for us, are indeed our worst times. On the other hand, our worst times are in fact our best times, because it is once we are at a loss, once we have been knocked over and no longer know where to turn and we are powerless, that we are in the position to witness His power. We are at our best when we feel ourselves in the hands of fate. It is at those times that we are closest to being what we are required to be in this life. That is when we are closest to surrender. The word Islam means surrender. Surrender means no longer being in charge. It is symbolized by the takbir or by the raising of the hands in takbir, which is the same gesture of a soldier surrendering in battle. I give up. I am a prisoner. I am a slave. And I no longer have a mission of my own. I've tried and I have failed. I've tried to be in charge. I've tried to cover all the possible bases. I've found that every time I close a hole, another hole opens elsewhere. Every time I fix a matter, another matter falls apart. When I look behind me, the thing in front of me goes to pieces. When I look up, the thing below me goes to pieces. I cannot fix it. There's not enough of me. The life that I have and the world that I live in is too complex to take charge of. This is what surrender means. This is not depressing or self-destructive. It is in fact the point at which things come right. The moment you say, I cannot manage this affair, you take it. 
he manages it miraculously because it is his nature to make irreconcilable things simultaneously true. He can make the fire a place of coolness, as it did for Sayyidina Ibrahim. He can make the birds vanquish the elephants. He will make the small band overcome the big host, as he did at Badr. He manages it with an eloquence that is truly breathtaking. We know that if you try to manage the affair, he will let you manage the affair, and you will mess it up. Leave it to him, and he will deal with it most adequately, in the most beautiful, awe-inspiring, and extraordinary way, in a manner which is definitely better than what you can manage yourself. The secret is therefore to understand how to give in and to give up, how to surrender. We know from the Dean that the internal expression of giving in, in other words, I cannot handle this, I'm not in charge, is an outer expression in terms of a code of behavior, a code of courtesy. Courtesy means that you've stopped manipulating. It means that in every situation that confronts you, you're not looking at it on the basis of how you can manipulate the situation to get what you want out of it. You are now looking at the situation and asking yourself what Allah would want from you here. You ask, what is the most appropriate thing to do? What is the most helpful thing I can do? What does Allah expect of me in this situation? Submitting yourself to this requirement of the moment is what we understand courtesy to be. A courteous person is appropriate. They act on the basis of the requirement of the moment. A discourteous person is the oaf who acts as he likes, whether it is appropriate to the situation or not. The Rasul said that he only came to perfect good character. This means that he came to teach us how to behave. He came to teach us courtesy. The whole of the path is about courtesy. Every situation that presents itself to you has a requirement from it. It is a price that you need to pay. It stipulates a gift that it requires from you. That gift is the thing that you need to put in. It is the courteous thing to do in that moment. When you act on the basis of doing that courtesy, Allah will look after the rest. The rest is his problem. Do not make his problem your problem. The rest is his issue. It is not your concern. Do what he requires of you and leave the rest to him. He requires of you to act on the basis of the example which he has sent to us, the example of the Rasul Sallallahu It is our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Sunnah that indicates to us the right thing to do in any given situation. Shaykh al-Qadr used to say that the key significance between the haram and the halal is that the haram is that which, when you act on it, diminishes you and makes you less of a being. The halal is that which, when you act on it, elevates you and makes you more of a being. One can therefore also understand the halal to be the right thing to do in a given situation, the correct thing to do. What does Allah expect of you in the situation? Every time you act on the basis of what He expects, there is a piece of magic that happens. You change the world around you and you change. It is as if every moment is like a little examination that you sit for. Now let us imagine that you come into a country and you go to the court of the king and the king says, I want to give you a little examination, but you have no idea why he wants to give you this examination or what the consequences would be. He then sits you down in a corner and asks you to do the examination, which you do, and you pass the examination. All of a sudden, the king makes you the first minister of the kingdom. He gives you more wealth than you could ever have imagined. He gives you the best house in the city, and so on and so on. It is like that. Every moment that faces us is like a little examination. If we pass that examination, Allah has in store for us better than what we could ever have in store for ourselves.
By design, you are more than you think you are. What allows that design to come out is that you act unconditionally in the moment on the basis of what is the right thing to do, on the basis of what Allah requires of you. If you do that, you do not have to worry about what comes towards you. It really looks after itself. May Allah grant us success on the path. May Allah grant us nearness to Him. May He grant us annihilation in Him. Allah grant peace and blessings on our beloved Nabi Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Alhamdulillah.